the number one lesson I would choose to instill in the younger me would be about joy, about being present, about fueling everything I did with so much passion and love that it just spills over. And most importantly, about prioritizing joy and allowing myself more time to bask in it. Okay, before we jump into this episode, I need to address something. <laughs> and it's kind of funny and a little bit weird, but it's totally on brand for this podcast, apparently. Um, as you may have heard in the first episode, the introduction, my dog follows me all around my house and office. You can probably hear her right now snoring at my feet. In the welcome episode, you could hear her in the first, I think, like 10 seconds jumping off the couch and clip-clopping across the floor. And you know what? I decided to leave that in because it feels totally right for what we are talking about here. A, screw perfectionism. Leave the, <laughs> leave the dog sounds in. B, I'm never going to be able to record this podcast if I have to do it where I can't hear her because she literally follows me everywhere. So I've just recorded the second episode here and I've listened back and I can hear her snoring through the entire thing. <laughs> so I want to mention it because I'm not going to take it out. I'm going to leave it in, but I want you to know <laughs> what it is <laughs> as you go through it. And you know what? It's so great that Pippa is here with us to enjoy the ride. And I do think as I talk, as I record these episodes, she starts snoring louder. And I feel like she's got something to say. So, you know, let's let it be like a soothing <laughs> part of the meditation of this podcast. Because um, if we have to try and edit it out, <laughs> or if I have to try and do it when she's not here, it's never going to happen. And isn't that great? to have that kind of companionship. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope the dog snoring does not ruin it for you. But again, how apropos given the name. I've been an entrepreneur for years already selling everything from modeling, portfolio photo shoots, uh, to logos. Um, I even made bath products. I did website designs. Although, <laughs> let's be honest, websites in the early noughties, you know, they weren't pretty, they were not fancy, and they probably were not very functional. <laughs> but other than my jobs through high school and college, uh, working at a video store, oh my God, do you remember video? Like actual VHS? <laughs> And then at a vet clinic, then slinging pizza, working retail, and eventually as a pretty damn good picture framer, I've never really had a proper job, you know, with like a career path. I am the definition of a serial entrepreneur, although I never call myself that because it totally makes me cringe. I'd say unemployable is probably more accurate these days, <laughs> but back to 22 year old me. When I dropped out of college to start my own business, I basically had nothing to my name except a camera, a stack of student loans, and I just adopted a giant puppy, a cow-spotted, cupcake-nosed Great Dane, who I named Olivia. Because that's totally what you do when you're a college dropout, is adopt a giant dog, right? <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but I remember I just immediately found myself 
way over my head. I got embroiled almost straight away in a really devastating turn of events where, long story short, the people my partner and I had gone into business with totally ripped us off and we had to file a lawsuit, which got very expensive and was very soul crushing and super invasive and all consuming. And even when we finally won, like four years later, and we were issued a judgment uh, for like over $40,000, we never got paid back. Not the 40000 we won or the 60000 we'd spent on legal fees. So that sucked. <laughs> I spent the next, I don't even remember how many years of my young entrepreneurial life paying off over $50,000 in debt on top of my student loans while also trying to build a business and survive. Then to top it off, a couple years later, all my photography equipment was stolen and I had to find a way to start over in order to keep my dreams and my business alive. So needless to say, during this era, my dog definitely ate better than I did. There was a lot of, you know, boxed pasta meals for me. And I've pretty much always been an optimist, but those early hard knocks definitely nearly broke me. I remember making a conscious decision to move through life, choosing to still trust and to keep going all in. And I, I still can vividly remember making this choice after losing basically everything I had and lots more that I didn't have because I realized I didn't want to live in a world of fear and bitterness. I felt like that was the only way I could still win in the situation. I mean, I was only in my 20s for fuck's sake. Like it was pretty intense learning all at once, super early. And, you know, I chose to believe in a world where magic and goodness and hope win. And to this day, I still believe that. Although I have to say, I've had a lot more physical and intangible proof that that kind of thinking can pay off these days. Because like pretty much all small business owners, when I started I believe that my number one key to success would be hard work. Spoiler alert, it's not. I also believed it had to be hard to count. It doesn't. And due to a very complicated relationship with enoughness, as I've learned pretty much is true for every human, especially those who aspire to and do actually ascend to what most people would call greatness, I always worried that I was getting it wrong, that I was underqualified that someone would call me out for being undeserving of my big ambitions and my grand designs for my future, or even my existing successes, which, you know, were small. <laughs> so now almost two decades after my official entrance to the club of small business, when I look back, it's pretty clear to me that if I had to pick one thing, just one, the number one lesson I'd instill in the younger me wouldn't be about hard work or persistence, or discipline, or even about being more cautious, which might sound crazy given what you now know about how it all went for me in those first five years. And man, those early struggles hurt, but they made me incredibly resilient. And you know what? Ever since, I'm pretty chill when riding the ups and downs in life and business. I can handle a lot of disappointment and a lot of unexpected crap. But the number one lesson I would choose to instill in the younger me would be about joy, about being present, 
about fueling everything I did with so much passion and love that it just spills over. And most importantly, about prioritizing joy and allowing myself more time to bask in it. Now, I have to say, I have always been lucky in the fact that I was super clear from like 16 what I wanted to be and do. And I have always had a bit of that signature Richard Branson attitude of the screw it, let's do it. Because I do like jumping into the unknown and figuring out as I go. But some of that was a trauma response to feeling like I had nothing to lose because everything was already gone. But I have learned through, you know, 20 years of doing consulting and the why finding work I do that these are privileges, knowing what you want, feeling like you can just, you know, ditch all the expectations around you to go get it because not everyone has that level of choice or that level of clarity to choose purpose, passion or joy because they don't know what it is. Or to choose those things over practical considerations like, you know, having to support a family, having cultural or familial pressure and access to resources. And that's one of my favorite things about the wild time that we live in now is how quickly that's changing with the internet, which with social justice movements, with crowdfunding, there's more equity than ever. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of work to do. But there is more access than ever for anyone anywhere to grab onto entrepreneurship and create economic empowerment out of the most unlikely circumstances. And this really excites me. And I'm very committed to several projects and causes that support this effort because I believe that entrepreneurship is an absolutely essential tool in creating more equity, more empowerment, more financial independence and choice, especially for women. Okay, maybe that's a bit of a tangent. Back to joy. (laughs) One of the hardest lessons of all to get to grips with when you come from Western cultures like America is to step out of the hustle and grind and comparison long enough and often enough to enjoy the ride, to get perspective and to prioritize and to allow yourself to experience joy, real joy. Because that's the name of the game, folks, being present in moments, whether they're hard or easy, where you can find gratitude and joy. And I know, I know this advice sounds cliche. It certainly fell on deaf ears for me when I was the 20-year-old going through all of this. But if you really take a moment and ask yourself this very, very, very important question, I think it might be, you know, a little bit surprising what you find. How much joy do you allow yourself each day? Especially if that joy costs money or time. Oh my gosh. Especially if that joy might, you know, put someone else out or require you to plan for it or to say no to something else. Let's make a pact today. Let's expand our capacity for feeling good, for allowing joy to be the thing, for investing in our own pure and simple pleasure. This is a topic we'll explore here on this podcast, and I'm really excited to take you into the world of positive psychology and color psychology, where there are some very simple ways we can hashtag joy hack our daily lives in our business too, but especially in our environments and our relationships, especially in the conversations we have with ourselves. Because bottom line, genuinely joyful entrepreneurs have an unfair advantage. So let's get you some of that. 
We'll start in our next episode, five surprising ways color psychology impacts your business and your life. See you next time.